Welcome back, brothers, to the 801st Legion podcast, a Star Wars Legion podcast. It's been a really hot minute since we've been on the airwaves, but we've got some spicy things to talk about, some hot takes, a little bit of a housekeeping, and where we're going to be in the future. So without further ado, punch it, Kyle. Hello there. You must Boy, I tell you what, it's hard to punch it when we're this far away from each other. <laughs> virtual punching. Yep, <laughs> a punch yep. out, you'd say. Also, I love how we always lead it with hot takes. Just like they're really not that hot. They're like <laughs> we microwaved them to warm them up a bit, but I mean, they're not like burn your hand on the stove hot. <laughs> no, they're I mean, I think they're definitely like hot pocket takes, you know, like Lava exterior, ice cold interior. <laughs> you know Sour what I mean? Patch Kids. Yeah, if I'm following. Food analogy. Food analogy. Food analogy. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Oh gosh, guys, it's so good to be back. We're we're thrilled to be recording a podcast episode again. It's been way too long. Um, if you were on the Discord, you know where we've been. You know what's been up. Uh, our last episode was well. Okay, if you count the one we tried to record, maybe two months ago now. No, it's probably been <laughs> a bit longer than that. Let's be real. Um, I was gonna say, I think we recorded like two episodes, but like the audio was just missing, and it was just it, it's bad. Been, we've had technical issues on top of technical issues. Yep. So what we did, and thanks to help from the community, we got some new audio equipment. Um, well, kind of new audio. Well, I I got the new audio equipment. It's all mine, my precious. <laughs> but um, my laptop, the port on it was just giving out. So every time we plugged the USB port into it for the microphone that we were using, it would just have the worst feedback our voices came through like we were astromech droids all that good stuff um but i got a new mic um with with some help from the community so we appreciate that once we got that new mic um i quickly learned that this is not uh going to be helpful for the podcast in any way <laughs> well it is it's, it's incredibly helpful uh but it required like another piece another piece to get it compatible and up and running because we wanted to get it as good as possible um, so we upgraded my the microphone I'm I'm you're hearing me on, and then my other microphone that we were using, uh, Matt is using now. So that's why you'll hear a little bit of difference in how we sound. But overall, yeah. Nice, yeah. You go ahead. We, oh no, we just uh, definitely have a lot more versatility as far as our setup now. Yeah. So so like, hey, we have a quick thirty minutes to talk about this new thing that was just announced. Let's hop on Discord and let's discuss. You know, things are going to be so much easier now. Now that we've gotten like all this rough patch out of the way, so we're super glad to be here. It's been way too long. I just can't, I'm gonna keep saying that because I, we missed you guys. We missed you guys <laughs> so much. You're all it's been so long. We really want to thank everybody who's reached out to us because we uh, some people know where we work and they'll come out and they'll, you know, lovingly nudge us to get another episode out. When are you so getting we- another podcast episode? Where is she? <laughs> <laughs> Where are the drugs going? Where are the podcasts going? Oh, I'm so Don't glad worry, we brought guys. up we drugs. We get to talk here. about drugs later in the episode. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
Yes, we will. Um, um, but yeah, so like new equipment, we're still the same old cool cats and kittens that you're all well acquainted with. So, um, but yeah, we're going to have some good fun as we get back to this. It's not quite a season three. It's still our season two, but we got some new feature updates. If you'll notice, there's a picture on your screen if you're watching on YouTube. We just decided, hey, another little touch we can do with our new setup is that we can have these the slideshow with pictures that we could reference with. So that way, if you're watching the video or the, you know, the podcast on YouTube or another video platform, uh, you could actually directly look at these cards and these things we're talking about with us. So right now you see the beautiful uh, mall, not Darth Maul, just mall with that beautiful red lightsaber and that okay dark saber, I guess. It's okay. But it's... <laughs> No, it's a great picture. They they knocked it out of the park with that one. Yeah, Dallas Kemp has been absolutely killing it on his paint jobs. Like, say what you will about anybody in the community. Maybe I know some people aren't super big fans, but my goodness, he is a yeah. He's a wizard when it I comes just to want, his paint jobs. I want him to be the sole lead artist for a, a a new Star Wars TCG. I know Star Wars Destiny didn't do too great, but I think Star Wars TCG could be a could be a thing. And th with this art, ooh. Oh man, it would be it would be perfect. Agreed, agreed, man. He does some amazing stuff. There's too many TCGs that fail just because they use JPEGs of their screen of the movie screen, but this oh. is actually original <laughs> art. Yeah. yeah, they hire the uh graphic artist intern to like take the the screen caps yep. from the movie and just digitize them. Yeah, doesn't quite work the same. <laughs> no, not at all. All right, without without further delay, let's uh move on from the small talk chit chat that we all know and love, but um, we had a big thing happen this last weekend, and that was the mini extravaganza. The second one under AMG, well, technically, AMG's only done mini extravaganzas. <laughs> um, but this was their uh, Gen Con equivalent around the time of Gen Con to kind of like update the community. They did X Wing, they did Marvel Crisis Protocol. Hey, but and they also even acknowledged Armada. Like after all that stuff that that went down, they even brought up Armada, and I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah, that was really cool, and I mean, we got some amazing reveals to talk about going on yeah. with it. Oh, and, yeah, Legion uh, was brought up, too. I forgot to mention that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe a little bit. I mean, it, yep. it felt great. Like, if I could just talk openly about it, I was kind of worried going into this this uh, mini-stravaganza, especially following the uh, the words of Armada, of what happened there, uh, the untimely getting let go of Luke Eddy, which I know some people absolutely love did it i was a fan of his work mm -hmm. uh extravaganza did a lot to assuage a ton of my fears and Agreed. get me really excited for the game like i don't know how, how did it uh how did it make you feel what was your takeaway yeah. uh from extravaganza? i'm so glad you asked you know <laughs> um i think if you're in the local community especially and if you have been paying attention to how i you know talk on discord it's no secret that I have been less than enthusiastic about this game lately. Not to a point where I lose love for it entirely or where I um, stop, want to stop playing it. That's never been further from the truth. You'll you'll find me and Matt routinely still talking about Legion any chance we get. It's still a, a very big passion of mine. But, you know, I, I don't, haven't been showing up to game nights as much. I would, I'd rather, you know, pick up a, a nice game at the house, you know, just kind of chill just because if I'm being perfectly frank, I wasn't super stoked on how the game was being handled in this first little bit with AMG. Like, uh, okay, maybe not the first little bit, because the first little bit was a nice honeymoon phase. Like, hey, new company, new people. We still got our people, though, for the most part. Um, but then, like, I think the the thing that hit the nail or the 
not the nail on the head, but the the straw that broke the camel's back for me was when Luke Eddy did get let go. Uh, that was actually really devastating to me because uh, I don't think I've talked about it on the podcast at all, but him and Alex Davey actually did teach me my first game of Legion back at uh, uh, PAX South. Yeah, PAX South and, oh man, a while ago. Yeah, that's, uh, a, that's a while ago. Yeah, back when the game was just first being revealed to people, like I didn't even know who they were. Um, I just thought they were employees, but when I finally made the connection after I started playing the game, like, oh, I totally met that guy. He made this game. That's crazy. <laughs> so, like, I feel like I had not like incredibly personal. I don't know them personally. I'm not saying that at all. But like, I you felt that I I felt that connection with the game's developers in a, in a in a way that I don't think a lot of people got a chance to do. Like, how many people can say they learned the game from from someone? You know. Um, and I don't know. Maybe I'm romanticizing it. Maybe it really wasn't them, and I'm just—I thought it was them. <laughs> that would be super embarrassing. <laughs> but, anyways, um, but like after that, after Luke Eddy got let go, I was like, all right, both main dev devs are out of the picture. I am not at all happy with this. This is kind of a heartbreaker. And you know, you just kind of let those negative thoughts fester, and you know, it's not that great. And I, one of our episodes more that we tried to record. Uh, before we scrapped it ultimately was just that we were just kind of like both in a mood you know me more specifically I, I was a little bit more negative Matt is the most positive guy I know um, <laughs> yeah, I, I try but let's, uh, let's not overhype me here okay? yeah um, <laughs> but yeah I think this uh, this mini extravaganza was the first big thing no okay second big thing that kind of relit the fire to you know go play the game some more and uh the first being that we held a tournament at the in the local scene just the two weeks before which was awesome and i was like oh yeah i really enjoy playing this game <laughs> and so uh going to the mini extravaganza a couple weeks later was like oh man no i really do enjoy this game so it's been really nice and refreshing to have that breath of fresh air and who knows maybe i just needed a break i've been playing this game weekly for almost three no two years um, yeah, it's actually, I think we're coming up on three years here in October. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's like a big deal. Like, uh, you, like not everyone sticks with games that long period. So I think that shows that how much I do really love this game that, I, you know, I can take a break and then still come back as passionate as ever. Um, but yeah, so anyways, the whole reason I talk about that is because, yeah, this Mr. Avaganza did a huge, huge boost to my morale with the game and its future. There were some things discussed that made me really happy. For example, when they talked about like how they didn't want to just just focus on the social as or the casual aspects, how they wanted to keep up with the competitive for those people who enjoyed as well. Because I'm very much in the middle. I love a good challenge. I love having to sweat bullets when I'm playing a good game. Um, but I also like having fun. You know, like I will never shy away from trying something wacky on the table because it sounds fun. So there's there's I have the duality of man present. <laughs> <laughs> well, you might say you are a, a human, you know. Yeah, exactly, right? Or maybe I'm a dancer? Question mark. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's, let's not talk about the worst of the killers, okay? <laughs> oh, you think that's the worst? That's kind of heartbreaking. I don't know, man. We can talk about the killers. Welcome to the Killers podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the 801st 
Killers podcast. Some so, kid that's been listening to us had his mom overhearing, like, "You what podcast are you listening to?" <laughs> oh, I love them. <laughs> okay, so who's killing who? Anyway, go ahead. Funny thing about my parents. So this is how old I am, and this is how old my parents are. Uh, they were in college when the Killers were first getting started, and my parents had just gotten married. My mom was pregnant with me, and their car broke down on a trip to Southern California, where my uh, mom's going to visit her family. And guess who pulls over to fix the the tire with my dad? Uh, Brandon Flowers. It's uh, crazy. Okay, yeah. yeah, cool. I think so the band to guess there, the tire. Like... My dad knew he was like fanboying over it. Dude, but, that's uh, cool. That that's a dude, trip. Yeah. That's a trip. That's it's crazy, it. right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like but, I think uh, we were both all overall like super positive about the mini extravaganza. I think we were both on cloud nine about it afterwards because there's like some really cool reveals. Um, like one of the biggest things uh, that they were just outright like, like you could tell, especially at the end uh, of the whole presentation for Legion. And we're going to get into some of the units here soon. Um, but at the end, when they when they're like, it was Will Schick that was like saying, like, I'm sweating bullets talking about this. Right. Um but he was just like, we normally don't reveal these things this early, but we wanted to let you guys know how much we're working on this and how much we care about this. And I was like, you know what? That really does go a long way that you're willing to talk about this stuff that far ahead of in, or that much in advance at the risk of like getting crapped on if it, you know, fails and crumbles. But you let us know, you know, and that, that was like super important. I thought that went a long way. And then they yeah, obviously confirmed some really cool characters with that. So. <laughs> they did they did uh wookie's confirmed sorry yeah. ewok confirmed. ewok's confirmed <laughs> and then at the end they threw that little that mj fade away with ahsoka confirmed so that was cool <laughs> i mean i'm happy they said that but at the same time a part of me goes well wasn't she always going to come to the game eventually like, yeah but to know like she's up that... higher on the priority than something like Gungans yeah. is nice to hear <laughs> that's true i mean in the end i i, I understand why he was sweating bullets uh because after I mean, imagine with the Armada guys being told there's nothing to look forward to. That's such a a devastating thing. I mean, immediately some people turned around and sold their collections and bought yeah. out of the game, just yeah. just left. Uh, and I know for him, there was a Will Shake especially out of everybody. I could tell there was this pressure from to mm -hmm. appeal to the community and do right by them. Yeah, and let them know that the game will still be in development and be very well handled in the future. Yeah, you could just the way he was talking about things i think Agreed. that's kind of why they were willing to hand out more than than necessary because in the end that means like they won't be really spoiling things i think for the next what like 18 months or so like they yeah. really don't have much more to spoil for like 18 months now we'll still get like reveals and things but yeah. for him to do that uh is a is a calculated risk yeah to say hey we aren't gonna be doing hype announcements anymore like yeah. there won't be too much to look forward to but you know yeah. well the nice thing is too that everyone has something to look forward to because like we're looking on yeah. the screen we're looking at this picture of the shadow collective that is going to come in their own starter box it's going to be something anyone can start the game with and pick up and enjoy um but different units within this shadow collective will be plug and play into other factions um, yeah, and this whole battle—what do they call it? Not a battle box. That's uh, that's a different game. What um, did they call it? Yeah, they call it the the battle forces. So the battle forces. Just to be clear with people today, we're going to talk about just the shadow. Yeah, uh, and no more. We we might talk a little bit about the battle forces, but we have a couple people we we're thinking about bringing on in the next little while just right. to help like, analyze and break down. Yeah, some local people that 
are going to do great. They're, they're, they're experts in their fields, as so to speak. But, <laughs> but today, yeah. you know, because there's not a lot revealed about the Shadow Collective, we figured it'd be a good opportunity for Matt and I to come back to it and just talk about this today. Um, but it was really cool, like, you know, knowing that there's going to be the 501st, that there's going to be a Hoth-themed army. Like, that's going to be really cool. So, um, But without further ado, let's jump into the first uh, unit we have here, um, if I can. Well, oh, now, now it would go like this. Um, oh, that's why. Yeah, so let's hop into the Pike Syndicate foot soldiers. Um, and so why don't we just take like a little look around the card and what we think of it. Um, Four-man unit, pretty standard. Uh, what I think it's really interesting is that they're a core unit, at least for their or for the Shadow Collective faction or the Mercenary faction, so to speak. Um, and we'll, we're going to get into why that I say that that way in a little bit here. But you know, standard one wound, once one courage value, white defense dice, surge the defense. You're looking at rebel troopers that punch a little bit harder with two white instead of one white, right? Rebels only have one white, if I remember correctly. Yeah, um, and I mean it's pretty much just a standard rebel loadout. I think yeah. the big thing you're looking at here are the the keywords because they yeah. definitely get rid of uh, nimble in mm -hmm. favor of some other keywords that right. are arguably better in some situations. Right, like looking um, at outmaneuver. That's just nimble too. So it's it, yeah. It's it's interesting because or yeah nimble I, nimble cherry because it's not exactly the same but it has a new flavor to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it okay. really is. I mean, I look at out maneuver on them and I kind of just think that says, uh, you know, the keyword should just read anti, like pierce, like right. sniper, uh, rather than saying like this unit can't be shot by snipers. It just says you're not going to pierce me that one or one or two times. Um, and they've got danger sense to uh, self-preservation, which is a new keyword. Um, the rules clarification for that says, when checking whether you panic, you cannot use the courage value of units that are not the same affiliation as you. So that's, that's very important for how these mercenary factions work. Um, I guess just to do a quick overbreak with it, the, these factions, so they come together in what's called Battle Force Box. It's a faction or sub-faction that when works used together, you're allowed to take specific characters as your leaders, but you have to build your army with those characters. These other characters can be brought out and put into other specific factions as well, but at a cost. And sometimes that cost is stuff just like this with the self-preservation profiles. You yeah. can't check um, like a rebel commander's courage value for yourself. You just can't unless you have uh, some other specific workarounds. Yeah. And same with independent, the next keyword, it's a, uh, they have a keyword called Independent Dodge 1. At the start of the activation phase, if you do not have an order token, you gain one dodge token. So this is kind of where you get that little pseudo-nimble. Yeah. Because, um, like, you're still getting a dodge token. You're not going to get it back. Starting every phase with a dodge is it's pretty powerful, especially when you've got outmaneuvered. Yeah. No, I think both of those combined, actually, is where I was getting at with how it could be called Nimble 2. Just because they, like independent dodge one and then outmaneuver kind of you know like being able to dodge critical results is in, insanely strong but the fact that every maybe you not may, you may not get it every um time you spend a dodge token but getting one at the end of every like oh maybe it's not nimble too as much as it is like a a retinue of sorts uh if that makes sense yeah yeah oh yeah, yeah that, see, that seems a little bit better to me yeah like that 
But I yeah, mean, the, let's uh, let's go up to the top left hand corner of the card here where it says redacted, and they had specified in the cast or in their presentation that that's where you know obviously where we know to see the point values. But there's going to be different listings of different factions and what factions they're compatible with and what the point value is for that faction. So if I'm just going to put out a, a really quick uh, prediction here, I don't think the Pike syndicates are going to be Republic or uh, Rebels personally. Maybe Rebels, but I definitely don't see uh, Republic. I see Empire uh, Separatists, maybe Rebels, um, just because Rebels will take anything they can get right for, for the right cost. Um, hence why Han Solo is a hero, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I don't think I don't think we'll see the Pike Syndicates roll over into the Republic at all. I, I agree on that. I think it's going to be a uh, dark side faction only kind of thing. And I yeah. think more specifically, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a separatist only faction, just because these guys appear a yeah. ton more in the Clone Wars. Uh, so no Empire. But I could huh? see the Empire just because of the bounty hunter faction right. affiliation as well. Yeah, especially if we get updated, updated, uh, you know, certain characters we'll get into a little bit later. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, but, you know, that whole um, independent or sorry, the uh, self-preservation will lead right into their neck. This next card. But unless you had anything you want to talk, touch on with this this unit before we move on. Uh, no, actually, the only thing I wanted to point out, we can actually the next guy so we can we can move on okay cool yeah so that leads us directly into oh here's a here's some pictures of those units you know we'll, we'll talk about these upgrades you're seeing uh in just a second but here's here's a look at the models that you're gonna be able to see you get to see the custom rifle i thought that was really cool that they you know got to design this rifle for the pikes um the electro whip we'll, but we'll get into these in just a minute bro the tonfas i love the tonfas right? that's uh, like the Mortal Kombat <laughs> player and like fighting game player in me <laughs> loves this. Yep. All right. Before we jump into the next unit involving these uh, fancy schmancy boys, let's uh, let's talk about some upgrade cards we're gonna see. Um, what we what we got pulled up here on the, your screen is the Pike Syndicate Foot Soldier and the Pike Syndicate Capo. Both are upgrade cards that can be taken as personnel upgrades. Uh, add one for Pike Syndicate Foot Soldier. It's going to be add one Pike Syndicate Foot Soldier mini, as usual for any you know personnel upgrade. And you get you gain cash aim one during setup. Place one aim token on this card. You can spend tokens on this card. You have this keyword even if the mini is defeated. Uh, Matt, give us some real world application as to what that really does for you. Oh, it's so good! It's so good. You. And for nine points only. Now, that's a little expensive if you're thinking about O-Push. But what's amazing is that you get to add a weapon with it. I mean, that's just so cool. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're getting an extra die. You're getting the aim for free with it. I mean, there's so much utility. That means you're going to be able to move, take a shot with an aim. Or if you really just need to lay the pain on somebody, you can aim, shoot, and use this aim token again. I mean, it's... It's so cool. I, I really love this mini. And for nine points, I, I feel like you're going to take this every single time. Right? Like, this is definitely feeling like the sort of angle that a lot of us have been hoping for, I guess, if you could say. Or just this angle of what what would make a personnel upgrade worth taking. And I think this is that nice balance. Because there's the specialist that we get, you know, that adds some, you know, like, for example, what comes to mind is the clone captain for the phase ones. It's like, yeah, that'd be helpful. Um, 
but at that point cost it's not <laughs> so yeah this yeah. has a little bit best of both worlds where you get the personnel upgrade you get what you want to to benefit you and you get an extra mini out of it so i think that's really cool one thing i actually want to look at it real quick is going back to oh yeah we don't know the points yet but it's gonna no, be really, it's gonna be yet. really interesting um, you got to think, uh, usually, or the, the line of thought before had been, um, like one fourth, right? You're just adding another 25% of point its point cost to that unit. Um, and then plus whatever points you, that special ability would be worth it or worth, you know? So I wonder at nine points that that's an extra 25%. Like if we're going by that math, wouldn't that mean that the pikes are less than 40 points so droid territory it, it could be um i'm, I'm kind of thinking how with other people the the personnel upgrade for the generic dude is just a little cheaper yeah than how it is oh I that's mean, true because if we're being real i think as a unit because these guys look to be amazing they look to be rebel troopers plus mm -hmm. like just just really good and i know like there's the downside of the suppression and all but, like, let's be real. We've kind of talked about this. We both think this is going to be, like, a droid thing. Yeah. Empire thing. Like, you're not going to be giving them orders, so they're going to get their dodge. They already have Nimble built in. I I would be very, very um, surprised if this is less than a 48-point unit. Oh, really? Yeah, I think, I think 48 points. More than Stormtroopers. Because, like, if you're buying them, I mean, the utility you get for this... And if it's only 48 points, you got to think, that means you're paying 57 points before a heavy weapon. Yeah. For a unit that's five black dice where that comes with a free aim, gets a dodge, and has nimble. Like, bro, that's, that's really good value. Like, you're yeah. evaluating the crap out of everything. Well, and it um, makes you wonder, like, with the redacted, like, the kind of points that would be involved. Because it's going to be different points per faction, right? Like, um is that for Probably. like let's say it's 48 points for separatists does that 48 points have the same weight as let's say 48 points in empire you know like the, the difference is uh, between factions is real does does that make sense yeah it, well, this is the weird thing though because if it is costed so aggressively i feel like i would rather take like let's say hypothetically these guys are an empire I would rather take a unit of these over a unit of stormtroopers with a heavy upgrade. Anyway. Uh, yeah, right. Like it's, it, it's crazy. Not like, to mention it would, add, it would add just like a bunch of like variety to it. Cause like if you can add them as core units as is listed on their card, but I wonder if it'll be spec ops if you cross factions, but if it is core units, like it would just add most, so much more diversity. Like, Hey, I'm not seeing stormtroopers with DLTs and I'm not, or sorry, not uh, short troopers. You know, like with 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 their usual loadout. You know, it'll be fun to see something new. I, I mean, I, I think they said on stream that they are going to be core, and that core carries over. Mm. But yeah, okay, it's yeah, so I must have missed that. Then. Like, we haven't really talked about the upgrades for them yet, but yeah, the P thirteen, like it's the it's the range one to four, two black dice and a red, um, and it adds the, the trooper and it has impact. So if you take that guy, just that guy, and this unit is under fifty points you're getting an amazing yeah, value that's true less than like 70 points which is just it's right well, maybe 70 which is insane like at range one to four too i think i think that can't be understated that 
you're shooting a rebel unit's odds, right? The two or the one red and two blacks. Uh, you're shooting close to rebel, just a bare bones rebel unit's odds um, at range four. That's insane. It's with danger sense. Yep. Like it's it, it's stupid. I know that the danger sense isn't that helpful from some people's perspectives because of the low courage value. Yeah. But like if I'm thinking droids, I can already take a like attack droid and have my commander points met. Oh yeah. There and you then go. Capo that we don't know the points for yet, so that that way your pike foot soldiers can just use his courage value. Yeah. And then you've just got these two sets of troopers who are who are dug in, who are hard to kill, who come with free tokens, who mm-hmm. are getting dodge tokens and nimble. Like I, I'm kind of blown away with how good these guys are, and I agree. I, I'm expecting to buy tons of them. Yep. For, for my pretty boys. Yeah, and uh, well, we're bouncing around a little bit, but let's stick with the the weapon upgrades while we're here. Um, with the electro whip soldier, uh, range melee to one, two reds, immobilize one, and suppressive. So, uh, better Sabine or not better Sabine? <laughs> so stupid good. Like, what are your takes on this? Um, this is, okay, I think this is something that, like, the immobilized token is one of the most under, I don't want to say appreciated because no one really appreciates it at all, I guess. But, like, uh, underutilized keywords in the game. There's only, like, two characters that use it. Uh, Dooku and... Uh, Sabine, or am I thinking? Oh, Palpatine too, right? There's a couple, yeah. It's like Palpatine can do it, Cad Bane can do it. Oh yeah, Boba Cad Bane can do it. it. No, that's right. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, but I never play against Boba, yeah. so how would I know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I, I think Boba's is strictly better because it's too immobilized and too suppression. Yeah. But it's also at range one and not melee, so yeah. it's. Oh, that's true. Well, actually, hold up. I have a card right here. I think you can do it in melee. Just the the idea Maybe of immobilize and suppressive together, though, just seems gross. Just it just seems gross for for Crazy. ten points, you know. <laughs> you're right, and it, it's funny too because the fact that you're getting your aim token means that if you really want to immobilize somebody, you're going to you, immobilize. Yeah, you, you're just gonna take your move action. You're just you're fine moving up because you don't need aims. You're just gonna use the one on your card. Is there a way? Uh, I'm trying to see if there's an, a way to give them lethal or if they have – they don't have – yeah, they don't no. have anything like that. That would be they, just broken. <laughs> lethal on core troopers. Holy crap. Well, just with yeah. the the uh, the wound for immobilize, like a guaranteed immobilize kind of thing. That would be insane. <laughs> insane. Uh, that's like yeah. Palpatine levels, like Pierce with, uh, with uh, immobilize. <laughs> they're palpatine but they just cost like 70 something points <laughs> good job amg you're doing great <laughs> you're doing great. <laughs> um all right so let's jump on to the capo upgrade card not the unit card but the leader uh matt do you have that handy do you want to read that for us yeah for sure uh so the next personnel upgrade for them is the pike syndicate capo it says add one pike syndicate capo mini your courage is increased by one you gain independent surge one so at the start of the activation phase, if you do not have an order token, gain one search token. And this becomes your leader mini. And all for 16 points. So if yeah. you're really worried about your suppression, uh, add this, dude. You get an extra mini, and you gain an additional surge, which I think yeah. is kind of cool. Because essentially, that's a reliable one as long as you don't have an, uh, you know, an, a face-up mm-hmm. order token. Yep. And I, they did clarify on stream that you get 
both this and the dodge. So that means you're getting one surge that you're getting used on offense, and then uh, yeah, and then the dodge. I I don't know if that's better than the aim, but I do like the fact that you can get courage two minis. Which let's mm -hmm. be real, like we've seen what courage two core troopers do. And just how strong I have never they are. heard of a Courage 2 unit. What are you talking about? In core? <laughs> never heard of it. Clone? Clone who? Never heard of it. Age <laughs> what? Um, I, I want to get this off my chest because I th this is something I've been thinking about. But uh, independent. I I just think that screams clone commandos. Like, I, I yeah. think that's definitely like they'll have something like surge two instead they'll make it better but like this is the independent keyword i feel like is something that i don't want to say all but most spec ops units should be having um which is like w within other factions for sure it's like with their identity so far with the uh for this scum and villainy boys but um for spec ops in general like things characters or units that are supposed supposed to be out there kind of maybe doing something else on their own like it feels like independence should be a keyword um and the reason i say clone commandos is because like they're often that that role right in the in lore they're you know they go in under you know enemy or behind enemy lines and they come out and you know they do their thing yeah. um droid commandos i think would been would be benefited from this as well I, I agree, and I, I love... Because, like, this is a, an area of design that I'm surprised they hadn't crossed into earlier, or maybe they had thought about it, but there was just too much going on. I mean, we're looking at, like, the droids right now and what they're about to do with the Kashyyyk wave, and there's so many benefits for just not... Well, I guess for droids, it's less of a benefit and more of a, um, like, a, a cost mitigation mm -hmm. with, like, the protocols. Uh, independent is something that I think if they were to take that and add it to a couple other factions, it would really help. Like I, I think about Agreed. rebels and how they really want their orders on, you know, their, their, their leaders. Mm -hmm. they, that's really where they want them. They want their leaders. They want them on the, 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 the truck, the people who are just super important. Uh, and in the empire too, where they're just very greedy with orders. I think introdu introducing something like this, maybe that's how you, do stormtroopers you errata them so they have independent aim or something like that yeah so that way uh when you do reach for your bag and you know just in factions where you have to reach for your bag there's not such a bad downside to it all right i, I think that would be huge for mitigating now i don't think everybody needs it but i think it's something that could get introduced to like say death troopers or whatever just to say hey man don't worry like let's be real some units need help it, yeah this no, might for be sure introduced for the future what do you think would be the weakest independent like do you think surge is on the weaker end or is there something weaker you can think of oh that's that's a good question um that's interesting because I, I i hope they never do like independent standby you know what i mean i was actually getting that dang you're taking the win on my sales i was gonna be like all right now how do you feel about the strongest option <laughs> <laughs> well, that's totally the weakest option like well maybe it's not actually maybe it's really no strong. no yeah you, you, up and then start you, of the turn your entire army just gets search to uh standby so like yeah you take you take a couple through. unit like let's say clone commandos because i you know i'm a fanboy and i fanboy here um 
let's say clone commandos uh independent stand by one um and then they have like i don't know uh uh what's the word i'm looking for the one that padme has i'm drawing a blank all of a sudden exemplar oh, uh, yeah exemplar. yeah what if they have exemplar right so clone commandos there's two units of them well they both get it who are you shooting so one's gonna retaliate broken i know but stonks clonks <laughs> <laughs> i have played and lost to clone standby tokens too much i think i'm good uh, what i would like i mean since we're on the quote commandos thing i think it's okay if they get that if they come with infiltrate you know what i mean oh Where yeah like, oh yeah so, because by that point they'll be so far away from the army that like it's a good option to say you know infiltrate behind enemy lines don't get your or your command or your yeah. order token uh and then when the opponent does something the first thing they have to do is either shoot you or just ignore you because you're gonna act no matter what and i think that's yeah. that's an interesting or idea. Or, or maybe they give uh different personnel upgrades different um different uh for example like independent so i, I think i think yeah like yeah yeah because i think like let's say you take a generic clone commando unit and then you give Holy crap! I feel like we've talked about this exact word before, but without knowing the word. I feel I I swear we've had this discussion before on episode on an episode way. It's, in the it's past. so funny because I feel like I feel like discussing this whole wave. Like I'll have to go back and listen to some of our previous episodes, but I feel like we kind of came up with yeah. most of this wave. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right, AMG. Like, our our salary but... demanded is uh, six figures minimum. Uh, 50 weeks PTO. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyways, what I was saying was, is like, what if like, uh, you know, Gregor, you know, or yeah, well, you know what I'm saying? Like different, different clone commandos in, in the lore um, would come with different words. Like yeah, boss who would be independent surge or, you know, sev or that would come with independent aim, you know, but then if you want the whole shebang, you could take like Delta squad and it'd be like the, uh, uh, clan rent where you take multiple and then it's like a super powerful clone commando unit. Oh yeah. Like the keyword stack shot. Like, okay. Beginning of the round, they don't have an order. <laughs> they get like a dodge and aim and a stack. I, I see like, so yeah. many people rolling their eyes. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my gosh, Kyle, stop designing broken crap. <laughs> Bro, especially cause like clones right now are definitely like a gatekeeping army. Like, Oh yeah. They're so good. And if you're just not prepared for them, it's going to be so hard to fight them. It's the same with rebels. I feel like there's a couple armies out there that are, or lists. They're so hard to beat. Yeah. All right, yeah, so I'm, let's uh, – oh, did you have one more thought? Oh, you're good. You're good. I was just going to say let's move on finally to the Pike Syndicate Capo. Yeah. Um, why don't you walk us through his card, Matt? Yeah, let's do that. So uh, once again, points redacted. The FBI got to him first. <laughs> uh, and so he is a commander unit that has a command slot and a gear slot, four health, two courage, white saves, surge defense. So just like the other Syndicate guys, speed two. His unarmed is a black die. His capo's P13 long blaster is uh, three black dice. And he has this little symbol up here, which I believe is the mercenary symbol. Or, uh, no, no, that's not. They said that's, symbol that's the symbol. pike symbol. Like, that's specifically two pikes. I don't know if that's supposed to be a pike, but right, that's what they said. 
so it's, it's, yeah yeah it's like their yeah, it's their it it's their sub faction symbol yeah it is and that's important because uh what it means is that when the the leader here would gain an aim dodge or search token another friendly pike unit at range one and in line of sight may gain that token instead and if they do they gain a suppression which is pretty cool because like you know if we, the other guys only have one uh suppress one courage value mm -hmm. anyway so it's gonna be easy to suppress them but if you get this boy here let's say he gets an aim well let's say he takes like binoculars or something mm -hmm. to get another aim uh then he can you know pass out an aim and then aim himself and give them a suppression like this is kind of a, like the compel yeah in my mind except with friendly units and stuff and you can get just give it to people wherever you need I think that's extremely cool. This is considering this is more like <clears throat> instead of compel. This is more like come threaten. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> more like comfort. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think this is a really cool thing. I, I really like it. Uh, he also has danger sense two and independent dodge one. So uh, so we've already seen independent surge. So now we can see independent dodge. That would yeah, be like no. a real big hassle to have your commander. Like, let's say you were running this as your commander for the Shadow Collective. Like, independent? Like, why would you... Like, don't you normally want to give your commander... I guess he's not rebels. I'm thinking like a rebel or a clone player, you know, where it's like, I want to just give my heroes their their tokens or their, their orders so I can... I know what's in the bag. But I guess like with this guy, he's not those factions, so I have to think differently. Yeah. Well, I think about, like, droids, how easy it'll be to, like, run Maul or something, or even yeah. attack droid, and get all of your droids their orders, and maybe even, like, your your support units or your tank. And the only thing in your bag are these guys. Like, mm -hmm. how great is that? What's cool here also is, like, you have that whole symbol where you can pass those tokens, like, at range one, uh, and you have independent dodge one, so you can already... Uh, I guess pass out that other dodge if you need. So you could potentially be having a unit start with two dodges just at the very beginning of the activation. Oh, that's phase. true. Uh, which yeah. I think is pretty cool, because then like you can pull it out of the bag, roll off the suppression. Uh, like let's just put it this way: I'm really happy this unit cannot take training upgrades. Like that would be wild. Yeah. Like yeah. Imagine like okay, so I'm gonna aim and uh, I'm gonna move with an offensive push and not shoot. <laughs> yeah. And just like give this other guy, you know that that'd be insane. Although I could see someone more powerful and more point cost to do something like that, for sure. Right? Well, I mean, I think about how he also gives out the suppression, so he's just triggering danger sense for the, his buddies. Oh, uh, like, yep. Dude, like, it's just, it's super good. Like, there's a lot of stuff going on here. Yeah, that's very true. Um, no, I, I think this is overall, like, a really solid, small upgrade. I don't think, personally, I don't see him over... Eh. I'm I'm gonna guess like sixty points at the most. Like I I don't know what are your thoughts. Like it, not in yeah. other factions, but in his own faction. Yeah, I agree. Like you gotta think of the generics for all the other factions. They're uh, they're passing out tokens and stuff mm -hmm. for free. This is a token giver, but kind of at like a I don't know, kind of like with a penalty. Yeah. Even though like the penalty works with the units, mm -hmm. I I would imagine this is probably like a 45 50 points uh yeah here. i would agree with that yep and then i i would also say like i don't think i i think we kind of talked about it earlier but 
um, with these uh, pikes. I don't think the points are going to be too different than when they're in their own faction compared to when they're going to be in separatists. I think because those two factions worked in really well together, I think if anything, it's like a one to two point difference. If I'm being perfectly honest with my predictions here. Agreed. Yeah, I, uh, I completely agree with that. And as much, I don't know, I'm, I'm having some struggles with this. Like a part of me really wants to just take attack droid. Uh, uh-huh. But I feel like that's not the way to do it. I think you're probably running these guys with the the super attack so the super attack can still issue orders where he needs to to like your your armory units your things like that and then these are kind of supposed to be your bb core units you know what i mean mm-hmm. like your you know what i, I mean like yeah i guess like the the question i want to ask off of that then with what you're saying is like do, do you add the the capo to another faction at all though like is that a good is that a good take because like everything is dictated for him with uh not getting an order or like he gives stuff to uh friendly pike units so like i guess my thoughts is like okay do you take him only if you need to or for your for your list if you plan on taking like the pike foot soldiers or do you ever take him by himself i'll leave that to you what do you think yeah like i think he's uh probably most likely an auto include just because suppression is so bad for these guys. Like, you think about how bad suppression can be for core troopers or other factions. Like, with Rebels, it does suck. But, like, with Rebels, I'd rather be shooting other things right now. Right. I have other things on my plate. And with the Empire, you're now getting compelled to be a big thing. Uh, and if you're running Vader, it doesn't even matter. Droids don't care. Clones kind of don't care anymore. Uh, yeah. I But with this, like, I think you got to take him with this guy. Because it would feel so bad to pay... You know, 50, 55 points. It's got to be like 48, 50 points to pay that much. And then yeah. suddenly your dudes just are <laughs> panicked off the table turn one because uh, Cassian infiltrated or because like uh, an AA5 dropped off Han Solo or somebody. And he just like, you know what I mean? Or clones got their suppressive shot. Like it's something like that. Like it would yeah. feel really bad to like turn two, have your guys start panicking off the table. I will say this, I, I don't put it past it to, for that to happen, though, because, like, and maybe this is a little bit of a hot take, but if we look at the units that have come out for, I mean, really the only new factions we have to look at um, are the Separatists and the, and, the, and the Republic, but I guess we could even look at, like, the beginning of the game. Um, it seems notoriously that the first units that you get for a new faction are the ideas present are killer and that's why like every like i remember when we were first getting into this game all the buzz online was like yeah they're not good now but just wait a year like the faction ideas were were solid and in place and i think we're running into that here again with like oh yeah so these things are really cool but i feel but it sounds like the things that are going to come later that are going to implement these keywords and unique identity themes later they're going to be so much better. And that's where we're going to really see some some breath uh, given to these guys. But maybe that's a hot take. Agreed. Agreed. Um, I, I think we're going to see a lot coming from this. I, I'm really excited to see kind of where the, uh, like, the Faleen, you know, the Black Sun guys. Oh, yeah. In. That'll be cool. Like, yeah, because, I mean, you got to think. We're going to eventually get, like, Jabba 
and the Hudson stuff mm. come around, the week play pirates. Like if I had to think about it, I, I would think that there's probably one faction per Merc unit that they can ally with. Like I would imagine the Pikes ally with the droids. Okay, cool, done. Uh I could see like Weequay Pirates going with the Rebels, because you know Hondo and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could see uh you know, the Faleen and the Black Sun going with like the Empire and the Republic. Like sorry guys, yeah, I don't I don't know who you would get, but yeah. maybe somebody. I don't think yeah. I don't th- <laughs> I don't think the Republic gets much. I, I don't. Same, same. I think if they get anything, it comes by way of their own, you know, you know, the 501st or. Um, I mean, they'll probably get Gungans and stuff. Yeah, like, exactly. Ewoks, like, they'll they'll get it, but it'll probably be other things. Or maybe you yeah. can finally get that Wookiee faction and it's. Right. I mean, we're, we kind of are. Right. I feel like this, the Wookiee sub faction being a thing as it is right now is what led to this being made. It's like, okay, we may as well just go all in on it. Because I, I definitely, I don't know, like, I say definitely and then I say I don't, I don't know, because it is kind of tough, but um, I, I almost wonder, like, if there'll, we're going to see that duality. Um, like, let's say with the 501st, right? They come as their own box. Um, well, what's we've seen the 501st be delegated to help other sources, right? Like, we've, like with the Battle of Mandalore. Let's say there's a, a Mandalorian faction, sub-faction that comes out later. Okay, well, maybe you have the potential to Mandalorian and Repu- and and Shadow Collect. Or, like, you know what I'm saying, though? Like, 501st meets Mandalorian, you know? Like, you have that kind of yeah. dynamic. I don't know. See, I, I'm totally for that. I think, especially because they said Michael Plummer just loves Mandos. Dude, right? I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a day in the future. Like, it's probably not for another year or two. Yeah. Where you show up to a tournament and you end up playing, let's say you play four matches that day, you know, trying to make the cut. And you, you, you bring Rebels and you have Mandos. And then you go up against Droids and they have Mandos on their side of the team. Like Death Watch. Mm-hmm. And then you go up against uh empire and empire has super commandos <laughs> what i mean like by the end of the day you play against four different factions and each faction has mandos like i i wouldn't be surprised if that's a thing eventually oh yeah and, and the and the players and fans would absolutely love it too like it would be so cool man yeah. like it'd be amazing it's amazing that this this uh faction within star wars that has gotten real li- quite literally low representation like everyone loves them but only now with with the mandalorian with the book of boba fett with clone wars like are we actually like seeing them as a a legit like all-encompassing faction within star wars everything else before was just kind of like oh yeah mandalorians were cool they had a war with the jedi um here's boba fett (laughs) like it, it just wasn't really like well built on and so it's great to, that we we get to live during the days that mandalorians get the respect dude, they deserve right like dude i can't wait to be like playing this game down the road and and there's just so many factions yeah. and stuff running around it'll be really cool yeah i wish i had pictures for them but yeah like the black sun is also represented in this but the mandalorians are here and they'll, they'll be cool i can't wait for us to get to talk about their cards um, but as for right now, we're just going to fanboy over them. And before we move on to something I do, cause you already seen him a bunch of time on screen, but, uh, yes, we talked about mall. We don't have a card for, for the new mall, but we get to see his new model. And I just want to acknowledge that before we move on. 
uh, to some other things that we get to talk about, which are Boba Fett, the Mandalorian himself. <laughs> so, well, I guess not the Mandalorian. Uh, I guess that's a that's that would start a civil war, would it not? <laughs> yeah. Oh, geez, let's not get the fandom inflamed, okay? Yeah, right. Canceled like the like the Rise of Skywalker. It sounds like a really bad pickup line. Like, hey, baby, you want to get your fandom inflamed? <laughs> uh, well, you're starting up dating again. You know, let's, uh, yeah. let post-COVID dating scene is weird. Let me tell you. Um, <laughs> Bro, I know. <laughs> uh, anyways, <laughs> so yeah, we got confirmation that Mandalorian, uh, the show Mandalorian, is getting representation within Legion, and one of the ways we're going to get that is from Boba Fett. It's really interesting that we're getting Old Man Boba before we're getting Din Djarin, but I feel like this is well-deserved for Boba Fett. I feel like if there's an animate object that deserves it, Boba Fett is it. I feel like everybody's been crying for him to get a lot more love uh, because the game has just evolved and he has stayed way far behind. So a new unit that's going to give him new resources that can be equipped to either the new Boba Fett or the uh, young Boba Fett, I think that'll be really good for the game and for this character specifically. Yeah, agreed. Completely agree. I, it's funny too because I've already seen this kind of sculpt on yeah. like Etsy. Like if you look on the Discord, oh, yep. on the Facebook pages, you've seen this type of, of model. People have made it. So yep. Now we're just getting it for real. Yep. Uh, um, and then, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was just thinking, like with the Mando faction. Uh, I wonder if we'll get Rebel Shock Troopers because that's what Cara Dune was. So. Yeah, are we allowed to talk? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, rip. Okay, no, that's gonna get you fandom flame. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Um, as far as other Mandalorian representation, we get the swoop bikes. I mean, that's not really just Mandalorian representation, but uh, no, that's like works. I think. Yeah, just like overall, some cool thing. I mean, there they are in. There are swoop bikes in Ma the Mandalorian. Are there not? Doesn't he ride one? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like I thought, I, I thought the whole reason they brought these in was because they there is a Mandalorian wave, but I, I like the designs here. I like this little person here. The Twi'lek is cool, but uh, I like this. Um, I don't know. It looks like he's wearing a hockey mask to me, <laughs> but but yeah, I think, I think <laughs> Michael Myers. Oh, you know what? I'm actually looking at it a little closer. The staff also also looks like Ray's staff. Hmm. Wait, from the, uh, oh, from the swoop bikes? Ray from the Skywalker. Yeah, that one. Oh. <laughs> the the rise of the Skywalker. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it kind of looks like her staff, which is interesting. Of course, like, it would be more symmetrical for her staff, but it's there's some similarities here. You know, it's a long stick with the strap, and then, then there's, like, these little flarings on the ends. Yeah, it's like a little axe. It's cool. Really, it's just a stick, and it's that's all we have. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that that brings us to a conclusion for what we have to talk about today. Um, overall, we're pretty excited, but uh, I won't speak for myself, Matt. Why don't you uh, kind of give your concluding thoughts here? Man, I I'm so excited for this. I still have some questions about how rules will get changed in the future and points balancing, mm -hmm. but. Uh, if, if anything, the fun factor and the excitement factor for me right now are, like, through the roof. Oh, like, okay. I am very excited for the game. Okay. The only thing I want them to do is fix their uh, <laughs> fix their shipping because 
I, I realized I almost have more things on pre-order for my clone army than I actually have. So uh, get that stuff out to me. But I, I am ecstatic for this release. Yeah. And I think it's going to be a big shot in the arm for diversity of gameplay and for uniqueness of armies. I think it's going to be amazing. I, I wholeheartedly agree. Um, it's, you know, it's one of those things where we could say, yeah, it's like the whole, like everybody's struggling with shipping right now. There's a whole bunch of shipping problems, but it's like, it's only amplified by Asmodee's habits, honestly. So we're just, we're just kind of used to it at this point, even though it's a little bit more extreme. So, but we got some cool things to talk about. And that's one of the things I really got to give respect to AMG and Will Schick for specifically, because he was the one that kind of put his head underneath the guillotine for this one as he i think it was the wording he said but um i I just respect that a whole lot where like these people weren't expecting like one year ago they weren't expecting to take on three new studios and or three new games within their studio i should say um and now they you know for better for worse or through all the ups and downs they're trying their hardest to be transparent with us and that that goes a long way for me as a player so i super appreciate that and I think this this whole mini extravaganza that was my highlight. Like the units are cool, but my highlight was just like, okay, okay, they're they're decent peeps over there. <laughs> Agreed. I'm still a little worried about how like this will all turn out. Uh, just from other games I've played, it could be could be overpowered, cause some problems. But yeah, uh, there's always that option. We'll where that that up, no, I I would agree with that. But all right, uh, any uh, words of wisdom for us, Matthew, before we conclude? Words of wisdom? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Uh, hit the gym during COVID times. <laughs> I did not do that, and boy, am I regretting it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You heard it here first, folks. Stop playing Legion. Hit the gym. Goodbye. <laughs>